Welcome to the Andrew Young School Podcast, where each month we interview a member of the Andrew Young School community who embodies the school's charge to think ahead and innovate in the fields of criminal justice, economics, public management and policy, social work, and urban studies. In this episode, we'll speak with Caroline Gao, a research and project assistant at the Center for Transportation Public-Private Partnership Policy, who graduated with a Bachelor's of Public Policy from the Andrew Young School in 2018. Caroline was a member of the first cohort to attend the Panthers in the District program, where students from the Andrew Young School and the J. Mac Robinson College of Business spend a week in Washington, D.C. learning about career opportunities in the public and private sectors. Caroline talks about how her experiences on that trip led her to move to the D.C. area in 2019 to further pursue pursue her career in international relations. So I'm here remotely speaking to Caroline Gao from her home outside of Washington, D.C. Caroline, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So Caroline, what initially sparked your desire for public service? I think there were a couple of things. Um, I actually switched my major to public policy during my sophomore junior year um, and during the time I was trying to find you know what did I want to do in the future uh, what did I want to do graduating and at the same time I was involved with my sorority on campus and we're a um, agent advocacy sorority but we're not agent um, exclusive so we did a lot of advocacy you know community work and that kind of started giving me into the direction of thinking agent advocacy and then when I was choosing ma- my majors I realized public service was kind of doing a lot of similar things that we were trying to accomplish on campus so um, I started looking into public policy and at the same time, that's when I was switching. So then it all just kind of click all of a sudden. Um, I wanted to, you know, serve my community. I wanted to utilize my Chinese American background. And then I was connecting that with a lot of the work that I was doing for the sorority. So then I thought, oh, I could, there, there's a feel for this and there's a need in the community. So that's when I got started with public policy. And then, you know, for the next two years, learning more about um, pub- public service, public policy. And then that kind of just all makes sense. And then that's when I started getting more into wanting to be in the public service field. So then backing up a little bit, how did you end up at Georgia State? Um, I'm from Atlanta. I'm from Alfreda originally. Um, so at the time, you know, we're graduating in, in state for Georgia. Of course, college was a lot cheaper compared to going anywhere else or going out of state. I did wanted to go to New York at the time and I got into a school in New York, but the tuition was just too expensive. So you know, Georgia State would be a pretty good school in Atlanta to go. And it was, I wanted to be in the city. So Alfreda, of course, it's very suburb and I want to get out of that setting. So I went to, Georgia State had a event, I think, an initial event for, you know, the upcoming freshmen. And then I went and I was sitting in the, I forgot which building, but the building had like a really nice window. And then if you look out, it was the street and the lights. And at that moment, I was like, oh, I actually think I want to be in Atlanta. I want to <laughs> be in this setting. So that's how I got into Georgia State. And I, you know, I really ended up living Atlanta. And I'm pretty proud of my Atlanta background now that I'm out of Georgia. So what or who stands out to you from your time at Georgia State and at the Andrew Young School? What really is emblematic of your time there? Um, I really love the professors. I love all my professors from the Andrew Young School along with, of course, Amanda. Um, but I didn't get to know Amanda until later on. For the professors at Andrew Young, Dr. Joseph Hack, um, I had him for two classes. So I had his class um, 
in the beginning, once I got into the program, and I had him at the end as my capstone professor. And I think he really made an impact for wanting to per- keep going in the public service area or the public sector. Um, even after I was done with college, when I was searching for my job, I was thinking some of the stuff that he was saying. And then even for going to my master's, it was also a lot. I was thinking a lot of what he was saying in class. So I think he definitely made a big impact in the career setting. So what about the coursework? Were there particular classes that you remember learning a lot in or that you think about a lot now that you're out in the workforce? Yeah. So I remember this is when I first got into the program. And one of the first class I took, um, I believe that professor is retired now. And I don't remember his name. But the first assignment was we have to go around Atlanta and just find some of the signature stats uh infrastructures or some of the signature locations and i thought that was kind of cool um so i literally was another classmate took out an entire afternoon and just followed direction on his on his instruction and went around atlanta you know went to olympic park a little bit went to like the different monument and then each building had like a little historical story behind it or who was the builder was and that was the first time i really got to know the history of Atlanta because sometimes when you're when when you're just going to school there and you're walking down the street you don't think about what's the building uh, mean to this to the city and one of the big thing about public service or public policy is you got to know your local level you can so that class I think in the beginning kind of give you the idea of you need to look into your community you need to know your history um, of where you are so that that was one of the first introduction class I took so I thought that was really cool and then towards the end you get into a little bit more program related um, coursework,s and one that which I took with uh, Dr. Hacker was a policy writing class or policy drafting up a policy proposal we were studying the 85 uh, and we had to solve the uh, conjunction problem. So I remember I took a long time just reading, the, lo- looking over the news, reading the news report about that highway conjunction. And then for two, three weeks straight, I was like, oh, this is why we have that traffic here. And this is, and I can point out to people. And even to now, when I was talking to people, I feel like I have that knowledge of, you know, this is why it's connect, uh, why there's a traffic jam here. And I'll tell them X, Y, Z. And then they just look at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Um, but that's that's a very memorable class and the really memorable project was my last senior project too. And I also used that project for um, I was talking I'm, I'm an RA at George Mason for my master on transportation issues. Um, so during the interview, I was talking about that project and I was like, this is one of the things I actually know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> it was I, I still remember that project. It's interesting that you bring that up because I hear that from a lot of our alums that some of the stuff that they did in class really directly connected to the work that they ended up doing when they got out. Yeah, definitely. I think that's what's cool about Young School and the course that we took and along with the um, professors because a lot of them are professional in that industry and then they come to be professors. So I know Dr. Hector talked a lot about his personal experience that oh when I was in Philadelphia blah 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 so you know a lot of they they were able to um, take their personal experience and then kind of guide you through and then you really feel like oh after this class I can actually do this work and it's not just all theory related and you know like at the end I "I don't even know how this would be used in the real world but 
with policy, public policy courses, I think it really translates to your world, like your work. So how did your time at the Andrew Young School translate into your work and what you're doing now? So I actually want to do um, international relations, um, especially China-U.S. relation related um, work and public policy at Andrew Young School focused more on the domestic level and local level. But right after I graduated, I was working um, in a nonprofit that focused on immigrant community. So it was more, you know, grassroots level voting advocacy uh, related work. And when I was doing it, I feel there was a disconnect between the domestic level and the international level. And I feel like there's something that you could really relate the two together. So I wanted to keep going. I wanted to go from a top down level as well so I wanted to go into international relations and you know DC is the best place to be for policy related work so I wanted to move to DC and I did that last April um, but public policy side or engineering school kind of gave you that base level of understanding how government works how all these policy connected together how policy can impact the community so that's that's my baseline and with that foundation, I know how to go forward with and which is on the international level. Um, I also know how important policy shaping would be. So I think that's kind of what translates to the work it gives you that roadmap of how you want to pursue your career and your future. So you mentioned that you're living in D.C., but your first time in D.C. was actually through the Panthers in the District program through the Andrew Young School. Can you talk about how you got involved in that program? Yeah, um, it was a really fun time with Panthers in D.C. Uh, I remember seeing a email going out to the student to Andrew Young School, and it was the first year that they were doing the program. Um, and it was the same time when I was graduating. Um, and I, at that time, I was already thinking of going to D.C., and I was trying to figure out what do I want to do after graduating. So I was, you know, in between job hunting, internship, and thinking about what to do afterwards. Um, so then when I saw that opportunity, I jumped for it. And I was like, oh, this will be really great for me to see DC, like in person, uh, with people guiding you to the different uh, departments in DC, you know, different networks in DC. So then I, I went ahead and applied, and then I got into the program. So we had this whole... Um, couple of weeks of preparing so then you meet with other cohorts and then you prepare to go to dc um and then we went to dc i think during the summertime which then i already graduated um but it was really fun we got to see the different departments we met different organizations um, both public and private side and then they give you a lot of expertise they give you a lot of insight of what's like working in dc and at that moment, I knew I wanted to be in D.C. I, it was exactly what I was looking for. The environment, the city, the people around it are all very passionate about what they're working and building either of the community or local level policy or international level related work. So I knew that's the circle I want to be in. Um, I just had a dilemma at the time that I was choosing between if I want to stay with my internship, which offered me a uh, full time position or if I should just move to D.C. with nothing prepared. Um, I did choose the first one because I wanted to gain that professional experience. But even after that first year, I knew I wanted to be in D.C. <laughs> and D.C. was always in my mind. So after about a year, I, um, I ended up moving to D.C. anyway. <laughs> so then here I am. <laughs> so what stands out to you looking back from that first trip to D.C.? 
I think it was bonding with our cohort and also introducing us to the different organizations. Um, we were at GAO, we were at uh, Commerce Department, we were at U.S. Chamber. So we were in those top level organizations and governments and, and talking to their top officials and talking to their people. So they give you a really good insight about what they do, how their work relate to government or to lawmaking. And I think that's the closest I've been <laughs> with, you know, with those people. And they, they really take a lot of time to talk to you, try to answer your question, give you a really good overall what it's like being part of the policymaking sector. So I think that definitely stood out to me most. Um, and then not only that, but how seeing how... DC is really about networking and the network community. I think that translated well. And then with my cohorts, we did a lot of networking after our bonding, you know, going on the street, going to the different bars. It was a really nice time. And we were only together for a week, but we felt every day we were, you know, working side by side and waking up really early in the morning and then just going out and feel like big family at the end. And are some of your people from that cohort in dc with you now uh not from my cohort but or not from my year but the second year um they were in dc i was already in dc so 2019 i believe um that was the second year for panther in the district and i went to meet um sharon me too i went to meet amanda and, and i met the new cohort and um there was someone there in the cohort is actually now here in dc as well and then we got connected together afterwards and I think it's only us two so far that are in the in the in, in DC but there are a lot of GSU alumni that are in the area as well so when we were here for happy hour or the alumni networking <laughs> you know a lot of people just showed up and there was a pretty big community here so how important do you think it is for any student, not even necessarily a policy student, to participate in these kinds of opportunities outside of the classroom? I think it's very important, um, whether it's about internship or just a program or, you know, something with the school that take you to another location or a seminar. I think those are really valuable because they give you a chance to connect with people who are already working in your field or give you a different insight about what you want to do in the future. I don't think that can translate through classwork. I think it only translates through when you're either doing the work that they're doing or you're talking to the people that are doing the work. And can you feel you if you are really a match for this um, position or for this field or just wanting to know more? Um, if I didn't have the chance to go to Panthers in the district, I don't think I would have been that sure as I wanted to be in D.C. Because before that, I haven't been to D.C. for a long time. When I went, I think I was just a little kid. So, I, you know, that it was just a picture I had. And I just knew D.C. would be the place if you want to do policy-related work. But I didn't know what that would look like. And with Panther in the district, you know, I, I got to see the firsthand experience of what people are like in D.C., what that environment would look like. And... That just strengthened my desire to wanting to go to D.C. Even after I was back in Atlanta for that one year, I always knew I want to go back to that same environment. So I think it's really important that you participate in opportunity outside of your classwork and opportunity, um, you know, on the for like on field level with hands on experience. And so you're in graduate school now. What are you studying and how is it tied back to what you're doing at AYS? 
I'm at George Mason studying uh, international commerce and policy. So it's a combination between public policy and uh, economics, kind of a combined sector. Um, I felt my undergrad was focused too much on the public policy, uh, you know, writing and theory related work. And I wanted to be... uh, I wanted to have a little bit more technical skill as well and just a sector where I can mix the two together. Um, and then I mentioned earlier I want to do China-U.S. related policy. So I wanted to be on the international field. Um, that's why I kind of chose that that particular program sparked me when I was reading up the program because it was a combine of what I love, which is public policy, but also giving me that economic background um, on kind of some of the commercial issues or commerce issues. So um, I chose that particular program that was unique to George Mason. Um, and that's kind of how I chose the school. So what keeps you excited about working in this field? You know, how do you get up every day and keep plugging away at your graduate degree and working to better international relations? I really want to utilize my Chinese American background. Um, and I have a, I, I was born in China and I came to this day when I was about 10. Um, and so I feel I really, you know, I'm, I'm not quite Americanized as compared to maybe some American born here, but I'm not quite the same as Chinese born or international students. Uh, when I'm talking to them, they think, you know, you're just American or we use the term ABC, American born. But I feel like I ha- I'm in this middle ground where I really want to connect the two sides together. And especially now that there is a, there, there seems to be a huge misunderstanding, a huge gap between, you know, U.S. and China. And it just really bothers me that there is this miscommunication because for me, I was like, what? I, I see both sides of the culture. I see both perspective, and I want to unite that together. Um, so from the local level, like the public policy side, you can play impact in your community locally, and you can and I can be that connector. But I wanted to kind of go beyond that and be in the international level where I can connect my community from one side to the other community as well. So I think that's that's what drives me is that I want to be the person that connects the two culture together. Um, and through international relations, all different kinds, whether it's on international trade or international relations on policy or international commerce, whatever the sector you are, I can always be that middle person that connects the two communities together. You know, whether it's business community, whether it's local community advocacy groups, I can always be that person to, you know, be the moderator for the two cultures. And that's, that's really what I want to do. And that's, that's kind of my life goal. <laughs> if we're talking really grand. Um, but at least for the next five, 10 years, that's what I want to focus on. It's really inspiring to hear how much of your personal story is influencing your career path. Are there days where it starts to feel a little too close to home? Or are you always as excited to work on it, even when things maybe aren't going as well as you would like? Oh, there are multiple times, especially when I was still in Atlanta working um, with a nonprofit, which is I think during the time was also governor, um, govern, governor voting time last, last year, 2008. So, you know, it was a really crazy time for everyone. And, you know, we, and I was working on communication with just the Chinese community about voting or advocacy. At the same time, we were doing a lot of detain, um, detain related work because it was during the whole policy on, um, was it on, 
uh, you know, undocumented immigrant related type cases. So there were definitely a lot of days where it's really hard to hear their side of the story because I'm not something that we hear in the main media. And when you hear that side, it get it gets very personal. And I work with the lawyers that, you know, work on this case. So a lot of times you're talking to family members that are directly impacted on that level. And then at the same time, I might be working with um, Chinese communities that don't necessarily understand why we need to show up, why we need to, you know, be part of the bigger community. And it really frustrates me a lot of time to talk to them. Sometimes they are, you know, older group of population where, you know, they just want to focus on themselves. So I was definitely frustrated multiple times and you know I would take that onto my friend and just talk about it it's like can you believe they don't understand what voting means like can you believe they don't want to you know like just come to um to clinic about changing their immigration status but at the same time it's it's where I had to come in with trying to understand their story trying to understand where they're coming from it's not necessarily say don't want to be part of the community but there's a larger issue behind it was you know what their background was going through and what they, you know, what they went through as they were either back in China or their home country. And now they maybe they really do just want to focus on a stable environment. So you have to take the different technique to talk to them on that part. Um, but that's also where the fun come in is when you're talking to them, you get to know them. You might be able to change them into a different direction. You might not, but those are all part of that experience. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're all just people talking to each other and as long as you can have a friendly conversation, um, it doesn't really matter if, you know, what they think as like Z, as long as you kind of get your message across and they take the time to appreciate you doing that. You know, like with all the hurtness or all the frustrations, there's still a silver lining underneath. And then you still see a direct impact of your work translate either into the community or for your own experience. And, and I think without that whole year of experience, I wouldn't be where I am today. And there are also a lot of times that um, now when I'm taking the classes, we talk about these kind of issues. Um, sometimes we talk about global development and they frustrate me too. <laughs> so then in class, but at a class setting is a little bit more fun because everybody has that friendly conversation and different opinions or debate. Um, so I'm always on the other side when I'm talking to people uh, from George Mason, but that speaks to our you know, our George State experience, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm really carrying out the Atlanta side when I'm in class. So I always thought that's funny. It's so interesting to hear you talk about the different levels and how you've really been engaged at the ground level, you know, talking to individuals, but now you're transitioning to this kind of higher big picture approach. Do you think you were always going to go down this path? Like, if you could look back at the younger you who is just doing some work in the sorority and somewhat active on campus and in the community. Do you think that person could imagine where you are now? Definitely not. I think this this has been a transition for me as well. Um, actually, when I joined Georgia State, I was a film and video major. <laughs> um, so <laughs> very different. And I, I wanted to go to New York because I wanted to do acting. Um, I still do, you know, <laughs> a little part inside of me. But, you know, there's the... the acting and entertainment industry is like a whole nother beast itself and and as a I think when when we were younger advocacy and um wasn't the big topic back then so you know that dream always seemed a little bit too grand for me but now when I look back I was like dang I wish I followed you know I could have been like on crazy rich agent or something um but but you know it's it's been a transition and I'm 
I don't regret going down public policy. You know, I might regret not always following your dream, but going to public policy or going to the public sector or going to international relation, at least at this point, is really want, what I want to achieve for the next 5, 10, maybe even 20 years. And I see I can be a bigger impact in this sector. And I think I can, I have more access. Uh, I have more expertise or I have more quality to make this sector better. And I think I can better utilize my skill. So, um, you know, it's been a long way, but that was part of the whole college experience. It's these little things that kind of add up to what you want to do later on. So whatever, you know, like freshman year is, is about all, it's all about exploring. And then, you know, sophomore year comes, you start sinking a little bit, but you're still exploring. Towards that final two years in college is when everything starts to make sense. Um, and, and it's those little things that add up to be where I want to be today. So what would you say or what would you recommend to maybe an underclassman student who's kind of interested in public policy but doesn't really know what it is or doesn't know if it's the path for them? What kind of advice would you give? Um, I think I would give them the advice to, you know, look up the different courses. Uh, we have a whole catalog of, of what different classes are and what the course entail, and you can even see the syllabus. Um, so that would be one one thing you could do. Another thing would be talk to professor, talk to the career counselor um, or your advisors about, you know, you're thinking of switching or you, you don't know what this sector uh, or this major is like. Not just public policy, you know, you could do that for any other uh, majors that you want to switch and you're interested in but when you're talking to them they can give you a more overall you know ad hoc overview of what this position look like what does the career path look like afterwards I think you know utilizing that um, the third would be Andrew Young School always hosts different panels and events I think I still get emails about Fridays I don't know about now because we're <laughs> a little bit different but I remember years ago we get that Friday um email like the breakfast or a panel or talk to community leaders or you know those um, type of email go to one or two events um, I think those are really helpful and it's a little bit different from the first two is because the third one kind of give you that interaction with a real person that's in the sector you know doing the work that you might be interested in doing so I'll say those three things will be um, you know a small tip that I can give and I think it's very doable I think my overall experience in Andrew Young School and um, public policy, I never thought I would like the major that much before going in. I honestly had no idea what public policy was about. You know, if you really want to know the real story, what I switched was, um, so I, I know I talk about I come in as film and film and video major, but really after that first semester of taking all public policy related courses, I ended up really enjoying it. And I was like, oh, I this is a really good switch for me and everything just clicked after that first major I was no longer like oh what do I want to do after I graduate you know what like what what, what should I do and stuff so you know it takes a little bit of time exploring but once you get there you 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 will know when you get there I feel like all of a sudden just everything makes sense and that's kind of my my journey was public policy <laughs> and till this day I'm you know I, I really enjoy my major I really enjoy Andrew Young I miss Atlanta a lot I miss um AYS I miss a lot of the faculty there it was a really really fun time for me at Georgia State and the school and it's you know if I could go back to a time in life I would want to go back to my undergrad years <laughs> Well, we're glad you enjoyed them so much, and hopefully you'll get to come back for a visit soon. 
To learn more about Panthers in the district, visit robinson.gsu.edu slash CAC slash Panthers dash in dash DC via the link in the episode description. The Andrew Young School podcast is produced by Taylor Olmsted with production assistance from Jennifer Giratano. Our executive producer is Ivani Raval. We are a production of Georgia State University's Andrew Young School of Policy Studies located in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. To learn more about the Andrew Young School, visit us online at aysps.gsu.edu or follow us on social media at aysps.gsu. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to leave a review for us in your podcast app of choice, and we'll be back next month interviewing another policy thought leader from the Andrew Young School of Policy Studies at Georgia State University.